Have you ever wondered how language is learned? Have you wondered how it is that we actually teach language and how the brain works? In today's episode, we're going to talk about language learning through the lens of a book and a one-year-old. It's still pertinent to you if you're older because the language learning process happens basically the same, just at a more complex level. So sit back and relax and imagine with me as you enjoy today's learning. Are you tired of repeating yourself with your children and wonder why they don't listen? Are you frustrated that your kids argue, whine, or debate with you? Are you afraid you're doing the wrong thing, but you're not sure what to do? Hey mamas, you don't need to stay overwhelmed and exhausted. My name is Dina Lynn Rosenbush, mom, grandma, and speech-language pathologist of over 25 years. In this podcast, you will find solutions to get your kids to listen better, understand the clear communication, and the boundaries that benefit kids, and all while enhancing your relationships. So if you are ready to build deep, meaningful connection and create a more peaceful, productive, and happy home, listen in. Let's interrupt the way you've been parenting so that you can become the parent you want to be. It's playtime. Let's go. Hello, parents. Welcome to this episode titled One-Year-Old Language Learning with a Book. I have a 16-year, sorry, 16-month-old grandson, and my grandson comes to my house and and he looks at the bookshelf. Like many of you, I have a bookshelf with books on it and the books are side by side, so we see the bindings of the book. Now, my grandson was not interested in any of the books when they were just the bindings, except to throw them on the floor. So, I took a book that was pertinent to the season that had some pictures on it that he was familiar with and was a board book because it's thick and his fingers can handle a board book. So it's his skill level. And I put that book at eye height. When he walked into the house, of course, there's a little basket of toys that he can play with. And then he saw the book. So he grabbed the book and he brings it to me. And at this point, we sit down in a chair And now I'm going to walk you through the book. The book he chose was The Night Before Christmas because it is the Christmas season right now. And um, this book has a moon on the front. He's recently learned the word moon. Now let's backpedal right there. What does learning the word moon look like? First, it was his extended hand like a high five up towards the moon. And then his parents would say, moon. Eventually he said, uh, with his hand extended towards the moon. And they would say, yes, that's the moon. And then pretty soon the uh became a little bit more ooh. And he would get told, yes, that's the moon. And then he was saying, oon. And then it switched to moo. And eventually it was moon. And in fact, moon is just this week. So that is a normal progression of how some of the words come together. Notice that your child is learning the vowel first. He's 
just focus a little on the vowel. Now, if your child is a female, I am just saying he because I'm thinking in terms of my grandson, but certainly this is all kiddos. Now let's get back to our book. He sees this book. There is a moon on the front. He doesn't know anything else about this book. And so he says, moon, and maybe it was un that time, because of course he waffles back and forth. I pick him up and sit him in my lap, and we open this book. The book is The Night Before Christmas. When he looks at the book, and he looks out the front window, which is right in front of my chair, he sees the same thing. This is way to build language. We're seeing the three-dimensional um, snow outside. He had just walked in the snow. We had just played in the snow. He has been learning the word snow. He looks out the window and he sees snow. Now he looks at the book and it is snow. And he looks outside and there's snow. And he looks at the book and there's snow. This is an important part of language development. We take what is in our child's natural world and what they are paying attention to, and that's what we're talking about. So I open the book with him, and there's snow on the building. There's snow on the ground. But this book is also a book that I happen to know a song to. So I start singing the words of the book. But that's not what he's interested in. And that's okay. So I sing a line or two of the night before Christmas, and he turns the page. That's okay. I stop singing. And he gets to a page where the children are nestled in bed with sugar plums dancing in their head, as the words say. He doesn't process those words. But instead, he starts to point. He points at the pictures that show a baby and a boy and a girl and a teddy bear, and apples, and a gingerbread man, and a star cookie, and a horn, and a bird, and some popcorn. These fun little pictures were designed very well because each picture has more than one. So what he naturally does is he finds the shape that he's familiar with. Now remember, I said it is Christmas time. On my railing is a a star that is lit up with tube lighting or rope lighting, and it is a star. And so because it is the Christmas season, he sees stars in a lot of places. So that is his first shape that he's actually learned was star. Now, how did he say it? He said it with a TH sound with his tongue hanging way out of his mouth and ah. So it's fa. <laughs> and we said, yes, it's a star. And he would use that wide open palm to point. Fa! And we'd say, yes, it's a star. And then eventually it was a fa-u. And then it was a thau. And currently it is still something like thau or thau. <laughs> he says a very variety of those things. Now, get back to our book. There is a star shaped sugar cookie in the book. And he says, thau. Or he sometimes doesn't, because when he's curled up in my lap, sometimes he speaks, but more of the time he puts his thumb in his mouth and he takes out his finger and he points. So he points to the cookie that's shaped like a star. And I say star cookie, because I know he knows the word star, 
but I don't know yet if he knows the word cookie. And then there's two on the page, so he goes to the other one, and we say star cookie. And then he goes to the first one, and we say star cookie. And he goes back again to the second one, and we say star cookie. He's ready to get off my lap. The book is closed. That's okay. That was all the reading he needed to do that day. And what did he do? He goes walking to the door, dragging his blanket behind him, and he wants to go outside in the snow. And so I pick him up, and we go outside. Sure enough, he points to the star. He's making connections. He realized that in that book is a star, and it's the same as the star outside. But that's all the book reading we did that day. We have never made it all the way through the book, and that doesn't matter. When you're teaching your children these words and the language, the connection is more important than the storyline in these early ages. Later, they will be learning storyline and building relationships with the characters and all of that. That is later. But in this episode, we're talking about how does language start? How is it that we first learn? And this is how it starts. So later on the same day, after lunch, after nap, he comes downstairs and the book was still laying on the floor where he left it. He picks it up and he turns right to the page of the children where the star cookies are. And he starts pointing back and forth. But next he's ready to look at other things. And he starts pointing to apple and he goes from one apple and across the page to the other side to the other apple. And he goes back and forth listening to apple, 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 apple. And he's realizing these are the same thing. Then he starts touching each picture and just listening as I speak. He doesn't speak anything. That is okay. He's still learning language. In the speech pathology world, we call this receptive language. It means he's taking it in. We know that children have to learn words hundreds of times before they are ready to produce them and move on with those words in their world. Books are one way to get repetitive practices of individual words into their little brains. And it's a great way. Now, one of the other things about young kids as they are reading stories is that they may or may not turn the page again. And they may just be done at that page and pick up a book and it's the same page over and over and over and over and over and over. And because I know this, the entire month of December, this book with the big moon on the front has been the only book facing outward from my bookcase. Now, being my grandson, he's not with me every day. I get the advantage of seeing him some days, so it's not every day that I'm reading the same book multiple times. And parents, I know that that can be tiring. You want a change of what it is that you're listening to. But I want you to know that it is really beneficial for our kiddos to hear the same stories over and over because they are building their language repertoire. Sometimes the turning of the page is more fun. And what the child is focused on is the movement. And at that time, the language you give has nothing to do with the book. Uh, or rather, nothing to do with the story in the book. So you're going to say, turn the page, turn the page, turn page, turn page. And you're going back and forth and back and forth with the same page. The language learning is the same. They're pairing the movement that they're doing 
what they're paying attention to with the words that you're saying and repeating. Our brain picks up on patterns, and patterns are those things that are repeated. If you keep repeating the same thing, paired with the same movement, or paired with the same picture, then the brain picks up on those patterns more quickly. Now, another thing that was in this book when he turned the page is he would see snow repeated throughout the book. So when he turns the page, he sees outdoor pictures again. And so then we would hop off the lap and we would look at the snow outside. And we talk about on. The snow is on the roof. The snow is on the trees. There's a cat in the bed, mama in the bed, children in the bed. People were asleep. The cat was asleep. The kids are asleep. So we repeat the word asleep or on or snow or whatever it is that you're focused on or he's, I should say, what your child is focused on because that's the important part of putting the language together. Pay attention to what your child is focused on in that story and that becomes the topic of what it is that your language lesson is about. And in that, you build your relationship with your kiddo. In summary, I hope that you have learned a few things today about reading with a one-year-old and language learning and how it happens with a book. Here's what I hope you learned. First, when you choose a book, choose a book that has something in it from your child's natural world, and he's in the three-dimensional, and your child is able to see it then in the two-dimensional in the book. Repetition, second thing, repetitions are necessary for learning. When you have to repeat the same thing over and over, or your child is doing that, they are asking for it. They are saying, do it again, do it again. I think I'm getting it. Do it again. And just listen to that. That's what they want, and that's what they need. That's what their brains are asking for. Third, you don't actually need to read the book. There's no magic in reading the actual words that come in a book when you're reading to the very young child. The magic happens in the repetitions and in them connecting the book to their real world and them connecting that what I see on this page is the same as what I see on that page. It is connecting the words you say with the image and the image with the real world. So that's where the magic is. It's in that repetition and making the patterns and connections. So don't worry about if you don't read the book, you don't get through the book, you don't even talk about the story that's in the book. That is okay. And fourth, always, always, always notice what your child is paying attention to, and that's what you talk about. If your child's attention is on flipping the page, that's what your words are about. If your child is noticing the nose on the giraffe, then that's what you talk about. So that's it for today. Those are your four main points for walking through language learning with a book with a one-year-old. Remember, mamas, when you get behind the eyes of a child, you can speak in a way their brains understand. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you feel hopeful and want to hear more, please share this podcast with other parents that might want the same. I would be so appreciative if you would rate and review. 
You can also connect with me through the email found below.